Hey friends, welcome to It's Already a Podcast with Sarah and Vanessa. Here we talk about topics you might have heard, but not by us. Think about us as your one-stop shop. We're here to inspire you to become a better version of yourself through our own experiences in real estate, health and wellness, and personal development. We know that school skipped a few life lessons, and if you're anything like us, we didn't always know where to start. Heck, we still don't always know, but one thing we're good at is figuring it out. So we promise to make it fun, informative, and even a little spicy. So join us as we navigate life and the unknown together to live a life well-invested. Hello, friends. Second episode. Woohoo! We're here. We're here. Uh, First of all, just wanted to say thank you guys so much for the love and the sharing and the kindness around our podcast. Our first pilot episode was a huge hit, uh, gaining lots of traction, and we just really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us talk. I am obsessed with our analytics. Like, I am constantly watching. I love it. Our rankings and, like, how long audience members stay on for. Obsessed. So we're keeping track of that, y'all. So thanks for listening. Uh, We've been busy. We've been pretty busy since we uh, last did our podcast. I mean, we've both been traveling. We both have celebrated birthdays. Both have had some situations with men. Two of my friends had babies. <laughs> like, we've been doing the most. The most. And it's been like, uh, what, two weeks? Two weeks. This podcast is putting us on blast. Putting but it's us okay. On blast. I love it. We're just diving in. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to share these stories because I feel like if we don't. This is a memoir to ourselves, Vanessa. <laughs> A memoir of like our lives. <laughs> so you're welcome, guys, for putting ourselves out there for you. Yes. Just super excited because so many, so many amazing things are going to come on this podcast. So yeah. So today's episode, we want to talk about personal development. So like Sarah said, we have had birthdays since we last hopped on and we were thinking about, okay, what, what can our next episode be? And so we thought, you know, if we could give a message to our 20 year old selves, um, this is kind of what we would say. And so we wanted to dive into some of the things we would say to our younger selves that we've learned along the way. And, you know, maybe you all have learned these lessons, maybe you haven't, um, but hopefully you have some takeaways. So you want to jump in? Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for Perfect. it. Well, one of the first things that I uh, was going to say is detach from technology as much as you can. And actually connect with people in person. I think that's been the biggest thing. Last night, we went out and connected with friends doing it for the pod, not the plot. I'm sure you guys have heard that. But now yeah. everything that we do is do it for the pod. Do it for Promote the pod. the pod. So last night, Vanessa's texting me. She's flying back from Atlanta. Atlanta and she's like, do you want to go out? And I <laughs> did not. I wanted to stay home. But it's saying yes to these experiences and you don't know who you're going to meet. And we ended up meeting some really great guys having really great conversations and uh, just having so much fun. And she literally texted me, do it for the pod. So (laughs) that is my first life advice that I would give my 20 year old self is connect more. Technology obviously is a huge part of our culture. We can't really live without it at this point, but it is so important to take time to step away and connect because you don't know what kind of experiences you'll have. Yeah. And I have never done that where I've gotten off of a work trip and got off the plane, gone home, changed real fast, and then went out. 
And I don't know that you realize this, but we went, we were all over town last night. I know. We did not think we were going to have the night that we had last night, but that is an episode for another day. Another day. But we, we literally went to Midtown, the Gulch, Germantown, and Broadway all in one night because I had a friend that was in town. So, yes. you know, you are. Thanks for coming to town. <laughs> um, but this is a good segue to my point, which I don't think we planned this, but Mine is, you know, be open to conversation and meeting people. So the life that I have built, like, to me, I wouldn't have it if I wasn't open to meeting people and having conversations. And I've had amazing experiences and travel opportunities because of the connections that I've made. And so I really just cherish that so much. And I'm just so grateful for uh, life making me extroverted. And I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people probably aren't and that's okay. But if I could tell my younger self, whether she's extroverted or introverted is to still get out there and be open to meeting new people. And you just never know what story someone has to say. Um, and so I just love that. I, obviously being on this work trip yesterday, I had such a great day. Like literally everybody was like so open to talking to me and everyone was making conversation and I met so many really great people on that trip just in the airport alone there and back. And, um, you know, I'm not always open to those conversations and I try to catch myself because you never know what you can learn. Well, and people crave that. Yeah. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be understood, seen. And so when you connect with somebody and get to hear their story, it's really a a powerful thing that happens. So yeah, I mean, and even the connections that you can make, right? Um, You know, if you exchange contacts, I think I have so many people on my Facebook and Instagram that I've met at the airport that now I just follow their lives and they follow mine. Okay, do you when you get people's contacts, because I do this because I will never remember people's names. I'll remember their faces. I'm terrible with names, but I'll put like met Julia and her in the contact will say Southwest flight home from, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I did that. And there was a girl that I met on a flight and like when I was traveling for Thanksgiving and I literally have her in as Julia Southwest Thanksgiving flight. So I can remember. I don't. Yeah, no, I'm usually good, at, which is funny because I have a terrible memory, but yeah. I'm actually really good at remembering like how I met people, especially Mm -hmm. strangers like that. Yeah. Uh, So my next point, which is similar to my first point, is dress to impress. Mm. And so I'm so big on this. It's like whenever you leave the house, make sure that you look good. Mm -hmm. Because if you look good, you feel good, you're giving off a different energy. I feel like I this was definitely something that I grew up with because my grandma instilled this in me from childhood. Like yeah. this lady won't leave the house unless she has a full face of makeup, her hair's done, nails are done, everything. She's like, you never yeah. know who you're going to run into. Yeah. Uh, so never leave the house looking like a scrub. I love when you posted on your Instagram, uh, maybe it was – two months ago, you went home and surprised her mm-hmm. and she wanted you to post another photo because you surprised her and she had no makeup on. I know. I know. She's like, people could not know that this She's is like, I the, like, no, I need another photo. She's so cute. And don't get me wrong. Like I love a good like sweatpants set and that's literally half of my closet. But when you're out of the house, 
it's always best, I think, in my opinion, or what I would tell my younger self is to dress up. You get approached more. Mm -hmm. People are more um, open to you. Like, I mean, just alone when I was traveling in the airport yesterday, I'm in my work attire and I Mm -hmm. dress pretty nice for work. And I got so many compliments on my outfit. And I think that if I were wearing sweatpants and dirty sneakers, I probably wouldn't have had the conversations that I had. And I notice it because Mm -hmm. I do go to the airport sometimes dressing in like very comfortable athleisure wear. Um, But sometimes it's the dirty sneakers and my hair is in a bud or I'm in a hat and people don't approach you or you have less conversation. And hey, if that's your vibe and that's what you're going for. Um, But I just value connection. And I, um, I notice that when I dress up, I have more interactions. Yeah. And people just like treat you differently. Well, and I think you treat yourself differently because I think there's a difference in, you know, something that I've also learned is not caring what other people think of me, but you have to care about what you think yourself, you know? So I having that um, presentation and that energy, which we talk about energy all the time and will continue to on this podcast, but that you carry yourself in a different way, exactly what you're saying, which is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, One thing that I would tell myself is to romanticize your life and live it with gratitude. Something shifts when you do that. And I really noticed that recently, you know, whether it's waking up and specifically with my job, oh, I get to go to work and I get to interact with my team and my customers and I get the opportunity to be there. And I'm grateful for that. And when you shift that, uh, or even, oh, I'm going on a walk today and I'm getting a cup of coffee and I'm getting massage and I'm just sitting on my couch or I'm sitting on my porch and the little things romanticizing that just brings you back to where you are right now. And when you have gratitude, even in, and I'm not saying life is perfect because it's definitely not, but when you have gratitude, even when it's difficult, I've really learned that being grateful for the experience of something that's hard and inviting, you know, my faith into, into that moment, you know, gives me the endurance through it. But being able to just say, I'm so grateful for this has really shifted my perspective for when challenging things happen. And, uh, it makes me live life with more joy, which is what I want every day. Yeah. Yeah. And you start to feel better. I think you that feel so good. When I so start good. my gratitude practices, I usually do that in the mornings when I'm walking the dog and mm-hmm. I I feel a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that is that is great and I think people should do that more and I think right now you and I yeah. we talk, we know our lives aren't where we want them to be, but they're pretty damn great right now. They are. I mean, yeah. we have done so much growth, have have had so much growth. And I think back to like in my 20s in college and working three jobs and my car was breaking down and now I drive a nice car and I'm living in Nashville and like life is a lot better and it's just going to keep getting better and that's a good mentality to have. It is. And and when you're grateful for it, then you want to show up for the things that you want to show up for, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So the other thing I would tell my younger self is that the way that you feel is valid but mm. understanding where it's coming from and unpacking that is so what's important. Good. And so to me, doing that um, in that is where you see real growth. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times we can invalidate ourselves or be so hard on ourselves for why we're feeling a certain way versus 
self-love, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's okay, but also why am I feeling like this? And going down those why questions um, is helpful. I love that because you, when you dig through that and find out what the root is of what you're feeling, it's almost never about what you're reacting to, which is cool. Um, I worked with my therapist on some stuff and she, I was really angry the past couple months. I was like really angry about stuff before I transitioned to the season of gratitude and the underlying issue was fear. Mm -hmm. So it was Mm -hmm. like knowing that I had to exactly do what you said, be okay that I felt angry, but do the work and understand, oh, there's a fear base under here of things that I have to address. So, and then that kind of goes into another point that I have. Wait, before you go into that. Um, it, it's a rabbit hole yes. and it's hard to do. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I don't do it all the time when mm-hmm. I'm feeling a certain type of emotion or feeling, I don't take the five, 10, 15, whatever minutes you want mm-hmm. to unpack it, yeah. but like have the awareness and then find some time to be able to like come back to yourself, I think is important um, with that. So true. That's so true. So good. Um, that ties into my next one. The biggest, probably one of the biggest things that I've learned since my, that I would tell my 20 year old self is I'm not responsible for somebody else's emotions or reactions. Mm. People are allowed to. Amen, sister. Yes. And if I like, you are allowed to be upset if I disappoint you or if I let you down or, you know, just life in relationships, you're going to have that tension, but I don't need to carry. I'm a huge empath. I'm very codependent, breaking out of those cycles from growing up. And I do not have to carry your disappointment or your hurt or your anger. And that's really hard to do. Um, And on the flip side of that, not being responsible for their emotions or reactions, I can't want things. I think sometimes I thought that I could hold people's emotions or reactions and give them a solution. Mm -hmm. But I can't want things for other people. They have to want it for themselves. And that kind of ties into dating and everything. You can't love people for the potential. You have to meet them where they're at and let them have those emotions, let them have their reactions, but you are no way responsible for it because you are responsible for just yours and how you respond to things of this world. And if you are considerably, consistently, excuse me, consumed by other people's emotions, you're going to lose touch with who you are. Yep. You lose yourself. You lose yourself. Yeah. And then you're just in this dark hole. <laughs> this is so great. So Sarah and I, uh, we're recording this live and just running through it. Yeah. But this literally leads into my next one. Let's go. <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, so it's protect your mental health above mm-hmm. all cost. And so I think that ties in perfectly with what you just shared yeah. um, because you do lose yourself in certain yeah. situations if you're giving too much in relationships. Um, and so, so many times we spread ourselves so thin with our family or our friends and we give more than we have mm-hmm. to you know either show face we want to keep the relationship alive. We don't want to upset anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the case may be, right? Insert your thing. Um, but if your cup isn't full, you can't fill someone else's. So true. Up and so, um, again, what I tell my younger self is, you know, make sure you have the capacity 
for what you may be, the situation that you may be dealing with or going into. And if you don't, sis, it's okay to take a break. Yes. And you don't necessarily have to be the catch-all for your family or for whatever hard situation is going on preach in it, life. Preach it. Um, like it, so many times I have not had the energy for certain family situations. And sometimes I go cold but it's because I need to protect my mental health mm -hmm. because I'm not going to be able to show up like the best version of myself if I don't do that. And granted, sometimes I make sacrifices for my family because I love them and I want to be there for them, but I do catch myself struggling after that. Yeah. But sometimes being there, the best way to be there for them is to have a boundary yeah. around yourself and demonstrate that because I think that mental health is a huge boundary crosser, right? when our mental health isn't protected, it's because our boundaries have been violated in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So I think that that's huge. And it's something like, at least in my family, it's not something we talk about. Yeah. And so we are naturally a family that just gives, gives, gives mm -hmm. at all costs, but there is a cost to that, I think. Uh, for sure. So. And it's hard to recognize that because giving is a good thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you have to give to yourself too. Yeah. And, and don't overextend. Don't overextend. Rest and give back to yourself for sure. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I have is kind of going into talking about the season that we're in. You are the only thing standing in your own way and you fail when you stop trying. And I think that it took a lot Quotes of the year by Quotes. Sarah. <laughs> I think it took me a long time to realize where I was blocking myself from abundance and blocking myself from blessings and gratitude and stepping into this next season that I'm meant for. You know, even this podcast is a perfect example. There were, we're both not feeling too hot today. We could have easily not shown up, but um, showing up and and being able to um, get out of my own way has really opened a lot of doors that I didn't know would happen. Sarah had a really fun night last night and <laughs> I saw her through the stages and I'm so proud of you. I, I will thank say you. I'm so proud of you for being here. Oh, we said we you. were going to record this episode and mm -hmm. we're doing it. And we're trying to be women that stick to their word and yes. do what we say we're going to do yeah. and give that to ourselves. So I'm happy you showed up and that I'm we're happy here you showed and up. we're able to record. <laughs> yes. um, so that's wonderful. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Um, my next point is speak nicer to yourself. Oh, little V, be nicer oh. to yourself. Okay. Don't say shit to yourself that you wouldn't tell a friend. Like, it's hurtful. You're hurting mm -hmm. yourself without even realizing it. Or maybe you do, but just don't do it, okay? Like, yes. you need to speak life to yourself. And our words have so much power. Uh, and so, you know, and, that, and all of this is backed by science, okay? Yes, uh, yes. So it's a fact. Just speak nicer to yourself. And I try to practice this so much. I've actually gotten so good at it. Yeah. Um, I'll literally look at myself in the mirror and affirm myself. Affirmation and key. Yes. And I have felt significantly better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just the practice of doing it, because think of how many years of tearing yourself down oh, that you've God. done. Especially when you're younger in the big comparison trap. How many times that we've been oh, it's usually a lot of physical stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Or, um, 
oh, I'm not smart or, oh, I can't do this, blah, blah. And you, you do all that and your brain starts to believe it and looks for ways to validate that. So you just even standing in front of your mirror and that is so powerful. I love that you do that because you're looking at yourself and you're going, I am beautiful. I am enough. I am worthy. I am deserving. You know, I attract abundance. As you're sitting there, like saying that you're reprogramming your mind to have those thoughts innately, which is so freaking cool. I know. And it's funny you say that. So uh, we, our brains have this, the RAS. I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. You've but it, mentioned to me, but I have no idea. So it's the reticular activating system. And yeah. um, basically what that is, is um, your brain is scanning your environment for like things you've told it or where you've placed importance um, and is scanning your environment to like find that. And so if you're constantly saying like, I suck or I'm not smart or, you know, insert negative comment, like your brain is going to scan your environment and show you more of those scenarios and situations yeah. um, because that's what you're feeding it versus if you do the opposite. Um, so they like to use the example of, you know, you're going to go buy a Lexus and you never notice your Lexus in specific out in the road. But now all of a sudden you start to see that car yep. more and more. And it's because your RAS, that reticular activating system is placing importance on it. And so you're recognizing mm. it more in your physical environment. That's wild. I totally geek out on RAS. If y'all want to know more about that, just let me know because I'm all about it. Oh my gosh. It. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and then my last point was uh, don't waste half of your 20s wondering when the one is going to walk into your life. Like, Mic I. Drop. Oh my God. <laughs> I spent so much of my late 20s worrying and overthinking about. When am I going to meet him? How am I going to meet him? Like, do I need to position myself perfectly at this bar so that, you know, the one is going to find me? And I wasted so much time rather than living my life because mm -hmm. I'm 31 and I'm still not in a relationship or with someone and I'm okay with that. And if I, my younger self would have known that, hey, in your 30s, you still, like at 31, yes. you still are going to not have a husband, then I would have not spent that time worrying and just would have lived it up. And yep. so I am trying the time that I, this season of singleness that I've been given, like be grateful for that. And I think mm -hmm. that there's a reason why I'm in this season of singleness, which is a whole nother episode of, um, gratitude for the things that I can build in this season of this alone time that I have. Um, but yeah, I would have just not wasted all that time overthinking and just freaking live in life. Yes. Time is precious. Oh, I know that is so good. And then, um, well, my last one is find things that make you laugh and do them. Mm. I love, I love laughing. I don't know a single person that doesn't. And I can't, again, it goes back to that connection, but laughter is the essence of joy. And if you're not living your life with that, you're missing out significantly. So be around people who make you laugh, do things that make you laugh. I can't tell you how many times I'll go to a movie by myself and laugh, you know, at a movie or- Wait, you go to movies by yourself? Girl, I go to movies. I go to dinner. I do- I oh date my myself. I, I date myself. Okay, sis. Yes. I need you to rub off on me. Oh, I love it. I 
the I, social anxiety that I get doing things. No. I love spending time yes. alone yeah. by myself with myself. But when it comes to like outside in the public eye, yeah. I get social anxiety. The first time I went to dinner by myself, it was a little nerve wracking. I was on my phone, but then I was like, but this was like years and years ago. I've been doing this for years. Oh. I take a book. I get something nice off the menu. I sit and I enjoy and I intentionally don't get on my phone. Yeah. So I'm very present again, romanticizing that part of it. But yeah, I have gone places and have seen something funny and have laughed by myself. So people probably think I'm crazy, but <laughs> you should laugh. Life is too good. God is too good. This, this world is too good regardless of what everybody else wants to tell you or the media wants to tell you. But yeah, do things that make you laugh. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love how many of ours like were interactive with oh, – I'm not surprised. I know. And we did, again, we didn't plan that. So mm -hmm. we we're just – what's your list, Sarah? What's mine? Yep. Yeah. I love that. Well, so like I said, this is – these were things that we would love to have told our younger selves. And yes. there are things that I'm still till this day constantly reminding myself to do. Mm -hmm. And it takes practice and awareness and – it's hard work, right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it doesn't come natural to us. Our natural tendency is always negativity and all these other things. And so um, I'm still practicing this every day. Yeah. I think, well, we never stop growing. I think everybody, everybody does, has to go through and explore their life. And I would challenge everybody who's listening to make a list of things that you're grateful for, make a list of things that you've learned, even from last month to this month or last year to this year, wherever you're at. And I, you'll be really, really proud of how far you've come and be surprised, I think, at what growth you've done. Yeah. And if you guys want us to dig deeper into anything that we shared, um, I know we kind of breezed through some of those, but they were just highlights. And yes. if you want us to, again, dig in, we can definitely make a full episode on some of these. And we'd love to talk about our experiences with some of the things we shared. Um, so just let us know, interact. That's going to help us kind of know what people like to listen to and things that we can talk about. But we appreciate you guys so much. We do. We love you guys. We're so grateful for you guys. Um, and yeah, just so excited to see where what's going to happen this week. Who you knows? Know? Our life we, is a freaking roller coaster. It is. We both are about to leave on trips. And so Lord knows the next podcast will have a ton of new stories. There's a lot of trips coming. Um, mm -hmm. So we're excited to share. And we promise we'll dive a little deeper in what's happening in our personal lives. But we're just like slowly. We don't want to overload. We're dipping our toes into the water. <laughs> yes. You know, we're releasing our, our true selves in spurts. <laughs> and honestly, though, this is a little nerve wracking, like putting it yourself is. out there on the internet and for people yes. to like hear what you have to say. And so, but we're, we're making do. So. We are, but we're grateful. We appreciate all of you guys and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, y'all.